2: Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com.
5: The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with benefits like four times membership reward points that adapt to your top two eligible spending categories each month on up to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in purchases each year and up to three hundred ninety five dollars in annual statement credits on eligible purchases as select business merchants. The MX Business Gold Card now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com/businessgoldcard. business gold card. I'm Will Lucas and this is Black Tech Green Money. Lockerverse is a Web3 platform that empowers creators and brands to tell culture-defining stories and deliver unique access and experiences. They're built as the cultural hub for the future of the internet. Recently, co-founders Trey McDonald, Carlos McFaul, and Marcus Rance even partnered with Savannah James to launch the technology and amplify the platform. We're currently in a world where AI has taken over all technology conversations, but there's still some excitement in corners of the internet about Web3. With that, what particularly
6: is still interesting about NFTs and crypto to Lockerverse. People in our community typically get left behind when there are these big jumps in technology. And so for me, it's us having a seat at the table and really shaping that space. You know, I think anybody that calls himself an expert in the space currently, um, I, I think it's not matured enough. And so for us at Lockerverse, we were really excited about how do we infuse culture into the space? How do we do it in a responsible way? And really focus on not only the creators but also their fans and consumers.
7: Oh yeah, Trey touched on it, but you know, really important to us when we jumped in this was you know being from diverse backgrounds and being people who are oftentimes left behind in these cultural uh, or technological revolutions is to really drive the space and really bring our culture to it and not just you know have a seat at the table to actually build the table. And that's what we set out to do when we decided to make Lockerverse. We said. We wanted to make that platform. We wanted to make the highway and the bridge for our people uh, to be at the center of this technological revolution. And so that's kind of what we're focused on on a daily basis.
5: Yeah, yeah. And then there are still so many people who are, let's say, not sold about the value of particularly art NFTs. There's, I mean, obviously those among us are obviously so, but there's still so many people who are like, well, why would I buy this digital asset when I can, ha- when I can invest that money into a physical asset? And my argument is like, look, you know, I have kids and if you if you gave my kid, I showed my kid a dollar versus a Roebuck, they would have a challenge deciding which one they want. Right. And so um, we are living increasingly digital lives. And why would we not have things that show what we care about in this digital space? You know, talk
6: about that if you could. And I think uh, an important part there is your child is educated on both of those, right? The physical asset and the digital asset. And I think that's what's really missing from the space, right? If you go back and look at some old clips uh, when there was the, the the start of the Internet, you know, people would make fun. It's like, why would you ever stream a baseball game? Have you heard a radio, right? And so then it was just educating on, you know, what the Internet can do. And I think this is just the next evolution of that. It's really the underlying blockchain technology that's important, not so much the, the tokens or, or, or crypto, but what the underlying technology can really do uh for fans for creators uh and and we hope to continue to shake that
5: yeah could you continue that because i want to talk because when we talk about nfts traditionally we're just talking about art but nfts you know it could be so many different types of nfts and so if if you could talk about what matters to you guys when you talk about what the actual technology of the blockchain could do when you talk about non-fungibility of a token
7: our thesis behind this is really about providing utility uh, to people utilizing the NFT and utilizing the blockchain technology to actually deliver something of value to folks. And when you talk about, you know, your your child looking at a digital asset and a dollar is in kind of the same vein. I think it's really important to note, you know, people are spending more time than ever online. And people's digital persona is as important now as their as their real world persona. And so when people talk about acquiring physical assets, that's great, you know, and and we used to look at folks, I remember going to people's houses, they had all these DVDs or VHSs on the wall, just taking up space. But then all of a sudden folks were, uh, you know, having uh, digital versions of that same content and then streaming the content. And so what we look at is we transition into this new new world where your digital persona and your digital assets are extremely valuable. Um, We wanna be at the forefront of actually enabling that technology and, and bringing culturally significant projects to the table and so you know where we feel that there's a big void is a lack of culture in the space and so we wanted to empower these top tier creators who really do define the culture to bring their assets to life there right? and right th- and that's what we think is going to shape the space if we have these cultural drivers all in one centralized platform who are unable to reach their fans in new and meaningful ways and then give them access to to physical experiences or give them access to exclusive merchandise and apparel or maybe content that is uh behind the scenes you know we think about folks like cj stroud and him giving access to his top fans uh in terms of the process he goes through when he's preparing uh, for the nfl draft or folks like Luis conriquez one of the top drivers in uh in music in the latin entertainment space him giving access to his fans to this behind the scenes content that you can't get anywhere else and i think this blockchain technology is is the perfect mechanism Uh, to bring that culture to life in a new way and that's what we see nfts as being kind of the ticket the conduit to actually get uh get folks some real value that they can't get in the in the real world
6: yeah i really yeah i want to really uh you know highlight what what lo said about nft being a conduit right so when we go out and, and and talk to talent and try to acquire ip you know we say this is just another asset offering for your fans and consumers uh, in a way that, hey, in the future, there will be a permanent digital record of what you provided to them, right? And so Loesch laid out some use cases, the use cases of utility, uh, but once you explain that, hey, this isn't really no different from a T-shirt, from a hat, from the opportunity to stream uh, with Bronnie, uh this is something that you can create that will live permanently on the blockchain, they instantly get it. And I think that's why we had some of a competitive advantage with acquiring some of the talent and IP uh, that we have over the last year.
7: One piece to add to that is I think creators are really excited about the royalty aspect of their assets being sold on the blockchain. Cause you look at, you know, folks like myself and Trey, we're, we're rabid sneakerheads, right? Um, but let's say we flip a pair of sneakers, the actual person behind that product isn't able to able to share in the royalty. And so we look at things like NFTs and blockchain technology as enabling those original creators to receive value. Uh, for the products that they're putting out in the space and so when we look at you know you acquire a cj stroud nft And that gives you access to exclusive content experience merchandise Apparel when that nft is sold cj stroud gets to share in the upside and receive a royalty payment for that But if you're looking at traditional assets, like let's just take that sneaker example his sneaker got sold one time without being tied to the blockchain no royalty payment there and so When we look at empowering creators, especially diverse creators who are oftentimes not able to benefit from the the fruits of their work, it's certainly not on a perpetual basis. We think this tool is the perfect mechanism to to really create that empowerment.
2: Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash PIC6 states. Void
5: where prohibited. See terms at pic6.draftkings.com slash promos. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money.
8: Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com.
2: 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates 23 city mpg 37 highway mpg 33 combined mpg for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive 28 city mpg 35 highway mpg 31 combined mpg for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive 29 city mpg 36 highway mpg 32 combined mpg for Rogue SL and Platinum front wheel drive 28 city mpg 34 highway mpg 31 combined mpg for Rogue SL and Platinum all wheel drive Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only.
0: BP added more than 70 billion dollars to the US economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Archea Energy, And starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
3: And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller?
0: I had to buy
4: three identical sweaters to get the fourth free.
3: Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
4: Offers vary by device subject to change. S24 Plus gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See at slash samsung for details.
5: Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if you call it a wallet, but to me it feels like a wallet that provides me, you know, access not only to my digital assets, but also the communities I belong to. Not just the keys to those communities, but the communities are housed there also. So for the people who haven't experienced Lockerverse themselves yet, you know, describe what spending, you know, 30 minutes or an hour on the technology might be like.
6: Gotcha. Yeah, so at our core, we're a community platform. Right. And so the idea is as a fan, you come and join a community, and once you're in that community, you have the opportunity to either purchase a digital collectible from a particular talent or creator, but then also experience their traditional consumer product goods. But what's, what's really important um, for, for LockerVerse is if you really want to meet folks where they are, right? And so, for example, we had an event at the Celebration Bowl in Atlanta, and we, we had a QR code up on the screen. We gave away the first ever ESPN digital collectible uh, for a college football game. And what we found is where people started to interact with each other in the app. And then they would meet up in person at our activation, and so we we found that to be really really fruitful. And so if you go into our app, not only will you you know find your community and find your creators, uh, but you may also have an opportunity to build relationships with people that you might not necessarily have the opportunity to um, unless you found found that person in our communities.
5: When you consider things like the NIL, uh, Carlos, when you th- when you think of things like the NIL, name, image, and likeness, and opportunities, athletes particularly have to be rewarded for their talents these days. Um, how does your platform let's say I'm a college student or a high school student and I'm I've got skills, right? I got some game. You know, talk about what is there for me on Lockerverse to be able to take advantage of, you know, my value in the marketplace.
7: Absolutely. So when we set out to build Lockerverse, we really thought about how we were going to empower these top-tier creators, and and as we define creators, uh, that's athletes, that's entertainers, musicians, writers, anybody who's uh, using their creative genius to to better the world or empower themselves. And so, when you think about you know a NIL player, uh, these top-tier athletes that are coming out of high school, they're now able to get paid some of them um state by state getting paid uh, at the high school level they really need to engage their community of super fans and there wasn't really a platform out there where that type of engagement could occur so traditional social media doesn't really fit that mold and the few platforms that engage in community building don't have the additional attributes of our platform and that is the ability to disseminate content the ability to mint and sell nfts the ability to sell merchandise and apparel the ability to have your podcast all in that same place and then again with the nfts and blockchain technology that that ability to really create a a digital asset that ties you to real world experiences this exclusive content and really gives you as a super fan the ability to engage with um, uh, that top tier creator that you're already a fan of so what we set out to do was really capture these cultural driver nil athletes so you know having uh, six McDonald's All-Americans in last year's class and two in this year's class, uh, including Bronnie James, and having on our platform their bit ability to connect directly with their community of super fans and then sell to those fans, NFTs, give them exclusive merchandise and experiences, and then really empower each other behind what's so important at the end of the day is this ability to have community. And I think that's something everybody's yearning for, and we wanted to have that in a simplified, centralized fashion, all under the same umbrella. And that's what LockerVerse
5: is. Trey, so when you think about um, these growing opportunities for fans to participate with uh, athletes they love, teams they love, and et cetera, you know, things like sports betting is, you know, proliferating across the country. What are some of the things that major league uh, organizations, the MLB, the NFL, NBA, have been plagued with over the past few years that makes them want to look at other ways to engage their fans?
6: Right. I mean, I think that's a, that's a great question. Uh, for us, you know, it's really how do we generate user-generated content, uh, user-generated uh, even communications. And so, for example, what we're doing with the Nipsey Project, uh, we'll have cover album art by some of the premier artists uh, that that we that we're working with, but we're also going to allow the community to actually create their own user-generated art, right? And then we would take that and propel that into that particular project. So we're still tinkering with a few different ideas, but you know something that we learned at Celebration Bowl and something that that ESPN was really excited about is that when we when we saw the engagement in the app during the game they really like that, right? Because now you had fans that were at the activation, at the game, communicating with each other, talking trash back and forth uh, with, within our application. And so, you know, I, I think there's this technology lends itself for further fan engagement, uh, but then also testing some of those things around sports betting and, and, and gaming.
5: Yeah, you, you mentioned Nipsey a couple of times here, and you've got assets inside your, your metaverse with unreleased tracks from people like Nipsey Hustle, you know, Pimpsey, DJ Screw. How do you get stuff like that?
7: Yeah, I think I think all of this is just a vestige of of really deep relationships uh, with the folks behind a lot of that music, right? So uh, one of our advisors to the company uh, is Mr. Lee, who produced Blue Laces One and Two and produced some of the biggest hits for for Pimp C, um, and came out of uh, you know that that Houston and, and Texas rap scene where he had big connections to to folks like DJ Screw, and so. Because of all that, because of those relationships of trust uh, and the significance of the platform and us just saying, hey, we wanna not just have a seat at the table, but actually build the table and have people like us be at the forefront of this technology. That's something that was really exciting uh, to someone like Mr. Lee, who's really been an innovator in the space, you know, all the way back to the days he was producing for folks like Tupac. And so he wants to be a cultural driver in bringing these significant uh, projects to life, projects that we really consider sacred and so I think our perspective on the space, I think our technology, and I think the way that we're going about saying, hey, we want people from our neighborhoods to be able to use this technology and connect to the uh, top tier creators that they're already fans of in these new and significant ways. That was something that was just attractive. And so you know, we couldn't be more fortunate to have partners like Mr. Lee helping us drive this in the space But then you look at the other end of the spectrum with these, uh, you know, I don't want to say emerging uh, artists, but artists of a a much younger generation. So highlighting folks like Chase B, who said, hey, I really want to be at the forefront of this space, too. And some of the things I want to provide my fans is unique access to experiences using blockchain technology and NFTs. But I want to deliver to them some some value, some significant value. And so, you know, you think of people who want to record with the same folks who are who are having music produced for, for Travis Scott and Chase is saying, hey, I'm going to give my super fans a beat pack and let those folks record on it and give them an opportunity to get what they never could have access to uh, just because it's probably impossible to be able to afford or just connected to get connected to someone like Chase. But because he understands the value of what this technology is and wants to provide real value to his super fans, He's utilizing blockchain technology and the LockerVerse platform to deliver those experiences and give those super fans and these new creators an opportunity to record over over beats produced by him that you otherwise wouldn't have access to.
6: And and if I can add to that briefly, um, it's such a new space that I think we were able to secure some of those relationships because of our, our past. As sports entertainment attorneys, right? Understanding IP, and, and a lot of times when you enter into a new space and technology, uh, the underlying law is the same, it's really just new terminology. And so once we were able to master that terminology, we could take our legal background and that allowed creators to really trust us, uh, right? That we would do it the right way, we would be intentional uh, and, and we try to, you know, not provide uh, any lift on the talent, right? Because in our former life, we understood, you know, the demands uh, of their main thing, uh, which was music, sport, uh, or art. And and so we've kind of taken that experience combined with the technology and that's helped us be competitive.
8: We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. Where the road leads you and even where the off-road makes a way to. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect to your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store, are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at Nissan.
5: Resourceful small business owners know how to get value from the purchases they already make for their businesses each month. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like four times membership reward points that automatically adapt to your top two eligible spending categories each month on up to $150,000 in purchases each year. So you earn more where your business spends the most, plus up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select shipping, food delivery, and retail subscription merchants. And with flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business and access to 24-7 support from a business card specialist, you can continue to run your business with confidence. The MX Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Enrollment required. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash Business Gold Card. Let's expand on the concept of ownership in a world where assets have typically been leveraged for the greater benefit of platforms versus the artists. The league versus the athletes. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about what blockchain technologies allow for artists to retain in their work. But the reason they gave up so much was there was a faster upside in name recognition, fame, what have you, and co founder speak on it.
6: I think, one, just the society is just more educated on ownership and what that means, right? You know, you hear it's buzzwords and barbershops, you know, masters owning this. And so there's just a common understanding now that, hey, I should probably, you know, read the fine print a little bit more than maybe over a decade ago. And I think that's one aspect of it. But then the second aspect is that the, the technology allows creators, right, to really explore areas where maybe a big brand would say, "Hey, we want to put you in this particular box." I think a really good example of that is Bronny. You know, the project with with, with Bronny will not focus on him being a basketball player, more so for his love of gaming, uh, his love of being a snowboarder. So that's what really excited him in Savannah, and it's it's the same with some of the artists that we're working with on on the on the Nipsey uh, EP project. You know, how can we you know bring his legacy through the art? But let me try different uh type of style that i wouldn't normally do right because i know the underlying technology is efficient uh we can do it in a really cost effective manner and allow the creator to grow as well so that that's the part that i think is is the most fascinating not just the ownership but really pushing the bounds of creativity uh and not
7: having to rely on a brand to provide budget or provide the space for you to create and it's really putting the power back in the hands of the creator um you know so many times with these traditional platforms You've got uh, creators providing all of the value and the platform themselves or the traditional brands behind them receiving all the benefit. You know, this tooling essentially enables folks to to flip that that model on its head and say, I'm the creator, I'm the one whose who's genius, whose time, whose work ethic, whose lack of sleep has gone into creating this this product that, that my super fans want to be a part of. And instead of the platform themselves or the brand being the one that receives all the benefits, those individual creators are able to to take back some ownership in that. And I think that's something that's that's something Trey and I talk about every morning when we when we have our our one-on-one meeting is is how do we ensure that we're giving more value to the creator, empowering them with with tools, with access, uh, with with an ability to connect with that community of superfans. And I think if we continue to stay laser focused on that empowerment of creator piece, uh, we're gonna find tremendous success and enable these creators to continue to find tremendous success.
5: Yeah, let's go a level deeper because we think about the concept we just talked about: record labels selecting who's going to be the rising star, or social media platforms determining who's going to get access to the feed. You know, how does like how do you think about who you decide to partner with from a brand ambassadorship? It's one thing for me to sign up for an account and put my assets up, but how does LockerVerse think about? We want to partner with these athletes, these specific ones. Who, do, who? How do you make that analysis? internally of who you want to wear the Rockerverse, you know, uh, franchise.
6: Yeah. For us, the first thing we look at is do they have an interest outside of what they're known for? Right. You know, do, and, and then the second thing, what story do they want to tell and how does that story align with, with our thesis and our ethos, which is cultural defining stories. Right. So when you look, you know, Hey, you, you signed Bronnie James, obviously that that's awesome. But we also signed Morehouse college. Right, and, and what story do they want to tell? How, how does Morehouse look going into the metaverse and going into the future? And so, what, what we try to look at is, fran- we call it franchisable IP, and say, hey, you know, how can this impact so many different people, regardless of where they are? And then, what story are we trying to tell? And, and I think we've done a great job of identifying. Uh, that talent early on we didn't go out and just say hey let's go with the with the individuals that have the biggest names or the, the biggest followings and I know we've mentioned quite a few of those folks but if I can I'd mention Bianca pestel who's a Hebrew brandley protege and uh, she's under 10,000 followers on Instagram but she cons- consistently is talking about you know the story that she wants to bring to life of of uh, of of you know her characters right and, and being black in chicago and in that art and so we thought hey let's let's partner with her she has a lot of interesting views that, that we can't wait to, to share and I'll, I'll save that for the project um but we, you know we really kind of dig under the rock and see what we can find you know what i
5: love about um what you're doing is it's like you can it's a real startup and like when you think about what you could build versus what you could partner with other people to build and plug in, you know, even from like on the merch side, you know, there's a Shopify partnership. And so I think about, you could have built your own e-commerce platform, but you know, speed matters, you know, these days and and focusing on what actually matters is more important than things that are, you know, add ons or, you know, amenities or such as a thing. But can you talk about why you decided to, be such a pro be such an ambassador of partnerships versus feel, b- believing you got to do everything on your own in the beginning like so many of us make that error
6: i would say i, I think a lot of us uh, make that mistake because they don't even know where to start to form a relationship with a partner right and, and, a, and a lot of times those partners are not receptive to uh, Black-led tech companies, right? So, but, you know, I think we had, a, we had a competitive advantage with some of the names and so those calls were easier and I think we should acknowledge that privilege. And so for us, you know, we we would go out, seek those partnerships, but we'd also drive and say, hey, we're gonna be responsible for creative. We're going to bring you uh, the stories and we're gonna tell it our way. Uh, and, and they were receptive to that because we were very protective of our talent and IP. Um, but you're absolutely right, Speed Matters. Um, you know, we started this essentially right when the uh, the nft crash was was happening Um, but it allowed us to move slowly and be be intentional and seek out the right partners as well Um, and and, you know we're we're excited to partner with with who we have Uh, but i'll turn over to los to kind of share more
7: yeah i mean i think it was a really significant jump for trey and myself to to leave an actual partnership right where you you know we're at a law firm uh, it's been around for 150 years, and it finally reached that point where we had corner offices and said, hey, mm-hmm. telling our wives and our, our young families we're about to do something different. And uh, if we were going to make that move, we weren't going to just do it to, to, to just throw out some NFT projects. We said there's an opportunity in this space for creators and our people to be at the center of the technological revolution, and we felt uniquely suited to actually be the ones driving it. Nice. So we wanted to aim big. And we wanted to build the platform that was actually going to be the bridge to that. And so we knew if we were going to really serve as this bridge, we had to find the right partners that were already in Web3 and find the ones that were already in Web2 and say, hey, do you believe in our mission? Do you believe what we're trying to do and do you believe it's important? And if you share that ethos and if you're trying to reach that, that promised land with us get on board right come on into the lockerverse and so we really believed in our our journey we really believed in what we were trying to do and we were very intentional about finding the right partners who were going to believe in us and help propel that and so you know we're really thankful for for folks like like the Disney accelerator for saying hey lockerverse what y'all are trying to do is significant is it it's in line with what Disney's trying to do with realizing the significance of their IP products like uh, what they did with Black Panther and uh, and Coco and other significant IP in their ecosystem. Uh, but when you think about the fandom that exists around those projects, how do you get people like that to go back to Disney parks or go back to uh, ESPN Celebration Bowl? And what we saw was, hey, this technology that that we are building, this platform that we are building, can really be the bridge between things like that. And so when we had the opportunity to, to work with folks like ESPN to deliver the first ever digital collectible and then bring folks directly onto our platform and have them be a part of this Web3 experience in a way that has never happened before, we just said this couldn't be a better opportunity. But for us, it's really about partnering with the right folks and understanding that we need partners that understand our mission and believe in it and are trying to help us get there together.
5: Yeah, let's, let's dig in there because, you know, what are some of the, the things that are the most important things you've learned about getting the attention of would-be high-profile investors and partners? You know, you've got people like, you know, NFL agent David Mulugeta, like Brandon Brown of the Giants and, you know, investors from CAA. Like, and, here's, and here's why I ask is there's so many projects, startups founded by people listening to this podcast who would benefit and or need profile they need high profile and what are the, some what are some of the key things you've learned about getting those relationships and uh, managing those relationships well to where those people even take the time to listen
6: yeah, I, I think to start it's a, it's really about listening to them right and, and seeing what's going on in their space in their orbit and finding a way to create a common thread by what you're building and and i think early on we we you know we didn't do a good a good enough job of educating some of those folks just about the space right but then we took a step back and say you know dave you know what are some of your players concerned with you know what are they focused on what are they what do they want to do and then we would listen to those answers and then plug that into what we were trying to build and then we would go back and explain it uh and you know dave always says i don't invest, don't invest in companies i invest in people so a lot of it is also just being there being consistent uh, not always needing uh, needing something or, or asking for something, uh, but just being present and providing uh, you know guidance when it, when it's needed. And again, you know we 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 were attorneys for a decade, right? And so there was some there was some privilege there that some of those folks would call us uh, for for solutions to problems. And so if you have that advantage, if you if you if you think you can provide that, don't be afraid to to stand on that uh, because it will help build a relationship.
5: You know, I'm, I'm curious about, you know, the, the structure of the company, and especially when you have co-founders, you know, identifying roles. And so you're not stepping on each other's toes. And so you leaning into what each other is good at. How did you determine what your duties would be as you guys go out there and beat the pavement to build something special so that, you know, you know, Trey doesn't feel like Carlos is in the way. And Carlos is looking at Trey like, yeah, are you on your job? I'm on my job. I want to <laughs> I make you. sure we all on our job. Like, how do you determine that?
7: Yeah, a couple of things I'll I'll add, you know, is like, like I said, we were partners at a law firm and uh, had tried some, you know, very significant cases together, built a practice together uh, where we were servicing clients in significant ways. If I had to be in California for a deposition and Trey had to be in a hearing in in Houston, uh, we were able to deliver value kind of across the country in unique ways. And so how we really came up with that model was just saying, hey, this is my brother and I trust him. And I know nobody's gonna be able to deliver the value that that I can in a way that, that Trey may be perfectly suited to handle this unique situation. And so instead of us being those people who were, who were close to the vest with our clients and not trying to let each other in, we were always ones that said, hey, I can expand my practice. I can be a more significant lawyer. I can deliver more value to my client if I partner with you and work with you. And so when we decided to start the company, we, we kind of approached it with that same ethos. Is, Trey can do things in rooms that I can never imagine doing. And I like to think there's certain things that I can do uh, that, that Trey would, would view as being significant as well. And so when we said, let's build that locker verse, it was all about let's let's find a way to achieve our goal. Mm-hmm. And if you got to play quarterback today and i got to play running back or get in the trenches and block for you, that's what I'm going to do. And Trey approached it with the same way. And our third co-founder, Marcus Rance, was actually a teammate of mine at Stanford. Um, approached it the same way you know and we really just looked at the situation and said who's going to be the best one to to be the one speaking in this situation or who's going to be the best one to actually draft up the documents or establish and strengthen that relationship with particular talent and that's how we we approach it every day we're not about titles Uh, we're really just about achieving a common goal Um, and we get very strategic and in-depth and and try to approach everything without ego and i think because of that it's enabled us to go much faster uh, and avoid a lot of the pitfalls that that other folks see in the space because they're so centered on a particular title um, or having the right office space. You know, we're not about that. We're about actually delivering a product of value and delivering a service at the end of the day uh, that's going to set ourselves and set our creators apart.
6: Yeah, and I, and I think it it started before we founded the company. It started with just our relationship, not only in the practice but also at Stanford as well, right? I didn't I didn't know our, our, our other co-founder Marcus at Stanford. But as soon as Lo said, hey, this is the guy, there was no question, right? So it's about trusting your team. And then also when, when ego does creep in in those moments, you have to check it yourself and then a- ask your, you know, your co-founders and your team, hey, I think I'm right on this, but everybody else is, is saying I'm not. Uh, let me know if you think my ego is getting in the way. And we've had those, those tough conversations and candid conversations. You know, It's by design that we don't have titles on our site. We don't have titles in our bios. It's co you know, we we really are a team. Uh, And even, you know, we'll go down to the minute detail. Hey, this investor is, is lead. Who has the best relationship? Who feels the most comfortable? You take lead on the meeting. So everyone should be prepared to play all roles at all times and it's worked out for us today.
5: Black Tech Green Money is a production of Blavity Afrotech on the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia. And it's produced by Morgan DeBond and me, Will Lucas, with additional production support by Sarah Ergen and Rose McLucas. Special thank you to Micah Davis and Vanessa Serrano. Learn more about my guests and other tech disruptors and innovators at afrotech.com. Enjoying Black Tech Green Money? Share this with somebody. Go get your money. Peace and love. at NissanUSA.com.